Could it be that the chaos and the turmoil that we're experiencing in the world right now is a result of what we're imagining and what we're thinking in our own minds? Tonight, we're going to discuss that topic as we listen to a new song from a band from Rome, New York called Slaves to Change. So stick around because I can guarantee you that tonight's edition is going to be absolutely mind-blowing. Well, welcome to all of our Facebook Live viewers, our YouTube viewers, as well as our Twitch viewers. And I want to welcome everybody that's watching this on the replay as well, and especially listening to it on Apple iTunes. You are now experiencing what I would call must-see Thursday night streaming. And tonight, we're going to dive into a really hefty topic, and we want you as we have been doing over the past couple of weeks to weigh in on this as well. And we're going to check out and check out some brand new music. And with me on the line is Dan Jackson from a band called Slaves to Change out of Rome, New York. And Dan, you have a new song that's just come out. Can you uh, share with us the name of this song? Yeah, it's, it's called Vain Imagination. It's, uh, <clears throat> it was, it's, if I'm to go, am I supposed to dive into it yet, or should I wait a little bit? It's called. You know Vain what? We've got we've uh, got people that are really wanting to hear this new song, and we got a comment from Tiffany Shelton. Hey, friends, let's get this party started. She wants to hear some music, so we're going to go ahead and play awesome. some music. We'll dive into the depth of this song in just a minute, and this is Excellent. "Slaves to Change" with Vain Imagination.
Wow. Um, okay. That's, uh, that, uh, I've got nothing else to say after that. That is just, Dan, that is epic. And before well, we go on, I want to go through a few of the comments that we got here on the song. And I love it when our viewers and our listeners weigh in. Uh, Tiffany says, love the explosive intro. Absolutely. Michelle, you, Tiffany. Our, our listener here, longtime listener, is I'm blown away. So heavy. This is awesome. And that's Michelle L. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you. Yeah. And we've got Aaron. Hey, we are being watched in Ireland right now. So hi, Glenn. Oh, wow. here. So we'll watch later on repeat. I'm loving the new foreman. And he loves this tune. He has got great taste Thanks, in Aaron. music. <clears throat> Aaron, thank you. That is so that is so awesome. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. And, you know, it's funny because um, as we're playing the song, our views start going up. And uh, that just is a testament to how awesome this song is. And, dude, you know, I met you three years ago when you came to Charleston for the Extreme Tour and you guys were tight then. And you had depth to your lyrics. But, dude, you're at a whole new depth now. Can you give us what what's the gist of this song what's this about well i um i guess it it started in um 2013 2014 i started uh questioning the narrative quote unquote and uh, i really i felt moved um you know a lot of things were if you were if you're a youtube watcher you know that there were things that were poking up and starting to come up in 2012 2013 it was starting to kind of just flip a lot of things that we knew of right on its head. And I was catching some of that, not really knowing what the heck I was catching, but I knew that I could at least pray on it. And so uh, I started questioning aliens, the existence of aliens, and and then ghosts. Because, gosh, you know, we, we about ghost shows uh, that air all the time and and uh, I just started asking the Lord, hey, all these videos are coming out and there's lots of people to listen to. Everyone's got everyone's got something to say. Uh, I'd love some discernment. Please give me the truth. Show me the truth, Lord. So that was my beginning of my journey on kind of on, on peeling back the layers of, of the onion that I believe surrounds each one of our minds right now. And uh, we, we won't be fully uh, clear until we... Uh, are uh back with the father um and we're and, and but uh i do believe that with his wisdom we can we can continue to unveil some of these uh lies if you will uh that have been kind of surrounding us and blinding us even as christians um so t- vain imagination is kind of a uh an, an incumbent if that's a word or a surrounding sort of uh, idea of um someone even though and it's and it's scripturally based so the bible even talks about um those that uh have vain imaginations and 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 speaks against those that speak that that are that dream against the will of god or or that what god knows of as, as his as, as what is, is his perfect and good will um and what he calls good and so uh, I kind of, to be quite honest, and just to drop the bomb, this is sort of a nod to uh, NASA in a lot of ways. And, 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 you know, so just, just to kind of throw that out there. 
know? And we just got a thumbs up with that, brother. <laughs> we just got a thumbs up on that. All right. Hey, and for those that are watching, Rick Andrews, our good friend, also from Slaves to Change, just joined us. Rick, welcome to the live I made stream. it. Thanks, guys. <laughs> it, it took a long time. I don't like technology. <laughs> I told you you could not use a flip phone to get into this program tonight. <laughs> I'm using I'm using dial up. Oh, there you go. There you go. Hey Rick, for you, this song Vain Imagination, what what does it stir in you? What when you play this song, when you work with it with the band, you know, what what come what's coming out of it for you? Well, well, a certain caveat on this whole thing. Interesting. You know, we're a faith-based band. We've been uh, writing music since uh, 2015. Uh, well, that about a year ago, we had an opportunity through Dan, um, who uh, who was working uh, for a company. And um, long story short, there's a wrestling federation in New York State. And um, we were in the process of writing material. Well, one of the wrestlers wanted a song written for us, uh, oh, wow. for him. So, so I got to work writing a song, even though it was going to be a faith-based song, I wrote the song musically that uh, would relate to a wrestler to be able to come out on a stage. So that's, that's kind of what it means for me, that part of it. Now in the faith part of it too, it, it's just like a lot of what Dan is saying and, and yeah, for the yeah, faith part of it is. Yeah. Yeah. Musically um, that was the motivation for sure was we wanted to, you know, write a song for somebody, you know, ministerially even, you know, we just were like, Hey, let's, let's, let's do something. It helps us. It helps someone who, you know, we, we, we liked what they were doing and, and there was a need there. So it was like, yeah, let's write some music. And then obviously you got to have lyrics. So that's, <laughs> that's where that came from. Sorry, Rick, oh. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, that's fine. I, I got to tell you guys, I mean, this thing does bring out the heavy. It is so far advanced from where you were when I met you three years ago. And I have to do this. Everybody's been waiting for this probably. It is Mac the Metal Dog approved. There we go. Yeah! This is yeah. Yeah. Yes! Yes! Oh, man. yes! I love it! <laughs> totally Mac the Metal Dog approved song. And when I listen to it, just the maturation in your vocals and just the tightness of the music, I immediately thought of All That Remains. Oh wow! And Thank you. and wow. and Avenge Sevenfold and cool. Dan. Wow! You like wow. Phil Labonte were Marines at one time. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yes, he was Marine. So, wow. uh, Dan, real quick, were you a Paris Island Marine or a Hollywood Marine from California? <laughs> I always wished I could say I was a Hollywood Marine, but I was I was stuck in the swamp. Let me tell you. <laughs> well, I yeah. guess that's what they're teaching in boot camp now is how to uh, put together really good, really good metal music. And we've got a comment from Michelle L. And this is really important. Yes, praying for discernment is important. Amen. We need that more and more today um, as we navigate through the world, because the world is so filled with noise. And when you were talking about, you know, truth, Dan and Rick, you probably agree with this. You know, the church itself has lied to us about a lot of things. Yeah, I guess um, so. Yeah. yeah. When you absolutely. take the church, when you take the church glasses off, you see things through a whole different light. And yes. I want to go, I found this this afternoon as I was getting ready. It's you just gave John. me goosebumps, by the way, Glenn. You just gave me goosebumps right before you hit that because what you just said blew my mind. This must be Holy Spirit stuff because when you said taking the glasses off, um, by the way, I'm getting really a bunch of reverb on this end. I'm hearing your double voice, but that's okay. I can deal with it. Listen, here's the interesting thing. We plan on making a video on this song and Dan uh, prayed about it and came up with an idea um, concerning 
all of this with the glasses off. Uh, Dan, can you elaborate really quickly on that one? Yeah, so I don't know if the if the listeners are familiar with a um, it's an older movie from the early '80s from the director John Carpenter called They Live, and uh, many people might have might you know if you're watching YouTube videos, if you're into the truth movement, if you're into you're seeking out real truth, um, you're gonna find some good people putting out some excellent videos, and a lot of times there's always this reference to this movie, and it's and so. The familiarity is you. A lot of times you'll see a guy. He kind of has like a mullet going, and then he has he has glasses on. He has like these uh, Blues Brothers glasses, and he pulls them off. and And the idea in the movie, so um, the 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 glasses were handed to him, and I, randomly, I don't remember exactly how, but so when he puts them, everything's normal until he puts them on, and then when he puts them on, he sees in black and white. So say he's looking at an advertisement for um, cigarettes, and it's a cowboy and he's smoking a cigarette. So when he puts the glasses on, now he just sees the sign and it says in black and white, obey. Okay. So oh. there's that there's this duality going on because now the tr the glasses are bringing truth to the reality of of what we're living in, in other words. Right. Wow. So so we were going to make a so we were going to make we we're, we're in the stages uh, early stages of planning a video that's relative to that. Um, uh, and when you said yeah. that about the glasses and taking off, it just blew my mind that you said that because that's relative to what this song video wise is going to be about. Right. And taking off the glasses, you know, for crying out loud and, and only the Lord Jesus can do that. <laughs> so let's, you, you have some scripture there, Glenn. Sorry, yeah, I had I to just interject. I, that. I found this this afternoon because you know, one of the things I, I want to talk about a little bit more where this song took me and I got some more questions about it. But there's so much noise out there, and it's very hard to yeah. discern what truth is. And that's being done on purpose. And it's not because it's just people doing it. It's being motivated by principalities and powers and the author yes. of confusion himself, um, the angel former, yes. formerly known as Lucifer. But I went to 1 John 2.20, and it says this. This is what John wrote, and I think this is very appropriate for today and it's in the context of the antichrist and i believe that we're getting in closer and closer to seeing that day uh when i agree know who it is and he wrote and the world passeth away and the lust thereof but he that doeth the will of god abideth forever little children it is the last time and ye have heard that antichrist shall come even now are there many antichrists whereby we know that it is the last time they went out from us but they were not of us for if they had been of us they would no doubt have continued with us but they went out that they might be made manifest they were not at all of us but ye have an unction from the holy one and ye know all things and this a lot of times this is taken in out of context it's like well i'm a believer now so i know everything but the context is is that god gives us the discernment if we pursue him to see what truth is yes um, absolutely you know when we were going through all this stuff with all of the the news going around and all the conspiracy theories i mean my goodness it gets it gets absolutely tiring and i was like god you know what is what is truth i just asked that a couple of weeks ago what do i need to focus on right and very clearly the lord said this to me he's like focus on me follow yes. me amen and if we think about it that is so true because he is the way he is the truth he is the truth and he is the life any thoughts on yes. that guys 
Mm. Yeah, you know, you, you made an interesting point there too. I, you know, for years, I, I you know, I, I believe this, the scripture is real and true and, and stuff. And I could remember the apostle Paul said, um, um, pray that you would be made wise in spiritual things. Um, I will say that related to what you're saying is I took that to heart and have been praying that for years. And I can notice a difference in my life and walk since I've been praying that, that he has been making me wise in spiritual things. Mm, um, so I just wanted to interject that one. So go for it, guys. Go ahead. That's really good. I, any comments? I, well, I, I 100% agree. And, um, um, uh, one, the, the verse that stuck out to me, you know, is seek ye first the kingdom of God, you know, and his righteousness, you know, and, and all these things will be added to you. So, you know, I mean, for me, it was like, I also, what comes to mind is give credit where credit is due. Um, when I, when I started really wanting to know the truth about things and, and have true discernment on even, even what's coming, you know, through the boob tube, through mainstream media, um, you know, God honored that because I went to him first. And that's all yes. it took, you know, it's, it's literally just asking your father, Hey, what's, what's going on here, dad. And that's, and, and he yeah. loves it, loves it. And he that's right. It. And Dan, Dan makes a great point when, when he says dad, and I love that too. And that's something that I've been uh, trying to work in my life for many years is calling him dad or daddy, Ab, Abba in the Hebrew yes. or Ab. Um, and, and that's how he is. That's how we relate to him is dad or daddy. And, um, right. you know, even when we pray the pray the so-called Lord's prayer, our father, you know, we, we pray like that, uh, you know, a child goes to his dad expecting and, and even the scripture says, hey, you know, our savior said, hey, do you give your children if they ask for uh, bread, do you give them a snake or something like that? Uh, so so that's the whole point. Uh, the whole time our savior was representing our father, our father as a father, <laughs> you know, um, and that's awesome. You know, Jomo just uh, I like just, that. Uh, weighed in. I like I like what he says here. Vain imaginations yeah. are a byproduct of postmodernism's effort to reconstruct reality, and that is so true. I yeah. want to talk about that, that. Um, and I'm really into that because when I listened to this song, it took me immediately to Psalm two, where it says, "Why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing?" That's right. Um, wow. Yeah, two, one through six. And this is a passage that's always puzzled me. I've always been fascinated with it. I'm like, okay, when I've when I've seen the riots in the streets, I'm like, okay, here we go. There's more raging going on, and that's part of it. But it took me down what Joe just uh, weighed in with is that all of this, Psalm 2, verses 1 through 6, is conspiracy. Yeah. Now, I'm not talking about all the conspiracy theories that are out there, okay, because there is only one conspiracy theory that I can prove, that's and that's right. the one found in the Bible, and it goes back mm -hmm. to Genesis 3. Great and point. that yeah. conspiracy, yeah, that conspiracy at that time uh, was when, uh, when the serpent, Satan, tempted Eve to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And he said to her, okay... Uh, what you need to do is you need to eat of this and you will become wise and you will become as gods. And when you take a look at all of the raging that's going on right now, when it says rage, uh, and it even talks about the kings and the rulers conspiring and plotting, and what they're trying to do is overthrow God. 
that's that's the that's, that's right. what we want to do. And I even go back to when I was a young man. I was very Luciferian in my thinking. I was really into, you know, Maslow's hierarchy of needs and everything like that. Um, and I was like, oh man, I want to hit self-actualization. And I never hit self-actualization. I hit, you know, rock bottom with sure. that. And then we've seen we've seen this thing pop up throughout history because then we take a look at the Tower of Babel. And that whole thing had to do with Nimrod wanting to reach heaven. And if you read what the old Jewish sages said about Nimrod, it wasn't that, oh, we're going to build a tower and climb up to heaven. There's a lot of spiritual aspects to that that the church has not told us about that they've kept hidden. But what Nimrod wanted to do is he wanted to climb into heaven, kill God, and replace God with the idols of Babel. Yeah, that's that's what he wanted to do. He wanted yes. to overthrow God. And that's why the heathen heathen rage and the whole thing with imagining a vain thing, because we notice in that verse, there's two different things there. It talks about the heathen raging and it talks about the people. Well, the heathen are those that are outside of the covenant of God and the people always are those that are bound by covenant with God. And when you look at that, the heathen are raging and the people are imagining a vain thing. And there's a correlation. Let's take a look at the church over the past several years with a lot of the garbage that has come out of the church of, you know, hey, uh, follow Jesus and you're going to get a Mercedes. You know, that, yeah, that yeah, right. is not scriptural. That 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 doesn't no. do anything. And what That's took right. me to this is I heard at the beginning of the song, all of this cheering at the beginning. What what does that what what does that represent in this song? <laughs> that, uh, that's something that, that I had to say had to be there just to, for, to create the wrestling element. So I, I don't know if there was any scriptural meaning to that, but Dan, if you, if you can pull off of that. <laughs> uh, Rick, Rick just had to pretend like the crowd, like people really like this song. I think is what it really, <laughs> it, what it the, the concept was, yeah, the concept was when I was trying to make, I was when I when I first made the demo of it, I just had a click track. It was a, a metronome of a clap, and I was trying to purvey it to Dan, saying, "Hey, this is we want this song to sound like this, and so you can imagine a crowd, you know, hey, 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 type of thing." And uh, um, so eventually, we just kind of incorporated it with that. I, th I don't think Dan wanted to go there for a while, and then I kind of convinced him, "Come on, no, we got to have that in there." I, uh, I always thought it was great um, because I figured we could, we, we it would it would come in use later, and then it did when we started uh, hashing out the ideas for the video. Um, I I want to be able to incorporate the crowd chant with uh, an opening scene in the video with maybe people um, chanting out out front of a uh, you know a, a the idea was like a, a campaign or something like okay. that, maybe having okay. a red and the blue a podiums and people chanting and this idea of uh, a, the, the noise is what's going to bring us down the street, which then somehow we get slipped glasses and, and the idea of being able to see things for what it really is, uh, you know, was kind of the idea of the video. Um, so, yeah, I think it, it was just, in other words, it was God just kind of speaking through us and having things, orchestrated and because it, it's it all seems to want to work itself out you know uh to uh bring forth the, the message it worked itself yeah. out perfectly because when i heard that it was that crowd chanting sound that immediately took me to psalm 2 
Mm. Uh, wow. You know, it sounded like, yeah, it sounded like the heathen raging. And it just, wow. it just shows me that you guys, when you're writing and when you're doing this, you are in the stream because you know, it's got multiple meanings. It hits, it hits people differently. And that's one of the beauties of, of well-constructed art. And that's what I consider this here is well-constructed art. And I want to read some of the verses from this song. All countries and kings are failing to see a veil that surrounds all humanity. Lies taught to deflect, keep you in check, accepting every manufactured cause and effect. That is so profound. And that is exactly what's going on today. And I want to go back to what we were talking about just a second ago. And I'm just going to drop this out there because we're going to talk about this at a later date. And Dan brought it up about ghosts. All right. Yeah. Um, you know, I was always like, well, anything like that, it's just always demons. But God took me to the book of Hebrews about when he says about such a great cloud of witnesses that surrounds us, cheering us on Interesting. as we're going through the race. Now, where I got tripped up with that verse was the word cloud. Okay. And I think a lot of preachers have gotten caught up with that. It's like, oh, well, they're up in the sky. <laughs> well, if you're rightly dividing the word, you take a look at the next word, it says surround us. Yes. They are all around us. The kingdom of God. I mean, Jesus said yeah. himself, the kingdom of God is here. We just don't, we don't, we can't see it because we're fallen, but they are all around right. us cheering right. us on. And it's just like, right on. whoa, it's like, that's not what I was taught on the flannel graph board in the Southern Baptist independent fundamental <laughs> fried chicken eating finger licking good church. I mean, it just, you are just speaking truth, my friend. <laughs> hey, we got another comment from Michelle L love hearing how things to go, come together. I mean, Praise this God. song guys, this is yes. the most powerful song I have heard you guys put out. We got Keith. Hey, we got a Slaves to Change fan here. Hey, guys, love some Slaves to Change. All right. Thank you. We love them, Thanks, too. Guys. That's that's why they're on. And then we got uh, Jim. He's in a restaurant in New Jersey. We'll have to watch with audio later. Hey, he's seen us, right. and he's going to check it out later. We're being seen in New awesome. Jersey tonight. We're being seen in Florida tonight, and we're being seen. Wow. We've been seen in Ireland wow. already tonight. So this wow. is great. Shout out to Jim. <laughs> Very cool. So, Dan. Thank you so much. I have to ask you this question. All right. Your vocals on this are so tight. Thank you. Where did you learn to do distorted vocals like that? Um, the first thing, the first time I can remember was um, high school, eleventh uh, grade. Um, I was in. I had gone to a Christian school all my life up until tenth uh, grade, um, and then we moved from um, Stone Mountain, Georgia, to a small northern town in Pennsylvania. It's about 45 minutes from the border of New York, Olean, New York. It's Cowdersport, Pennsylvania. And I went to a small school there, and first time in a public school, you know, not knowing anything, and I uh, got tempted or got, got, got tempted with marijuana and all kinds of stuff in the beginning and fell into a band, um, uh, basically, but... Uh, the vocals, I, I was just listening to all kinds of um, uh, Creed and hard rock stuff at the time. And I was, I've been singing all my life uh, in, in church. And, and uh, they would always have to tell me to step back from the mic, take a step back. <laughs> uh, you know, so uh, it, it, it was always, I, I was always told since I was young that I've got a big, big singing voice. And so I just, 
you know, started trying to put some growl in there. I lost my voice a couple of times learning how to do it. And uh, eventually, you know, uh, you, I remembered my old teachers when they would just teach me how to sing normally, they'd say, you got to use the diaphragm, you know, it's support from, from your core from below. And so I started doing that and practicing the singing with the growls. And it was a lot of just listening to what I wanted to do because these, you know, Creed and many of these others uh, in the nineties and late nineties were, uh, were, were, all, were, you know, what it was for me, it was awesome. And so where it was at and, um, it was just trial and error. It was, it was people saying, people telling me that sounds good one day and the next day it was like, what do you got going on there with that singer? You know, I was trying all kinds of stuff. <laughs> I didn't care. And I, and praise God, because I look back, I'm 38 now and I'm looking back at it and God just protected my mind because I had a lot of people, even when I was doing early shows with this group and other groups, I had people, it was the enemy just working through them. I know now, um, telling me right before I'd go on to perform would tell me my voice sucks. It, I mean, I couldn't believe what wow. would come out of people's mouths. Yeah. You know, terrible. You should stop while you're ahead. You, you don't sound natural. You don't even sound good. And I'm like, I've, I've worked this hard and I, and to hear someone say this before I'm about to go on, you know, it was really hard. And that was, and, but I, I just, I've always known, um, the passion that God has given me to sing. Um, my wife sings and plays key- keyboards. We, uh, we also sing together. Um, I, I love singing everything. And I just found that screaming and distorted vocals was just one more aspect or, uh, you know, talent or skill to learn. And, and, and um, it, it has its, it has its own uh, art and that I've learned just through these, these other um, Christian artists that I'm listening to now, uh, they, man, their vocals are even better than mine and stronger than mine and louder than mine. And, 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 and people, the first, sound gets so turned off um and that's something that you know that's okay it's not for everybody um but i dare say that you know um to just cancel it out and say that this is this is not of god or that this is this is terrible and it is not the way you should be conducting your voice is completely wrong because the vocals are made to be able to cry out to god and i believe crying is more like shouting and screaming you know Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you're just, man, you're right. You're right in the right lane, brother, because I, I wrote a whole book about this, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and really my eyes were opened because I, at first, when I started listening to metal again, I kind of struggled with the growls a little bit. I was like, I, I don't know about that. But then I found some artists that were really, really refreshing with it. Uh Mark Jansen from the band Epica out of the Netherlands. I mean, he can change his pitch. He does everything that you do. He's got excellent control over it. I was just blown away by him. Um, Phil Labonte from All That yeah. Remains. I've seen them live and dude, yes. I mean, I was so, I was amped. I, I don't think I could sleep after that show. It was so, <laughs> it was so awesome and so epic. Yeah, Phil is definitely one of the ones um, that I, I listened to on a regular basis for about a year um him and uh jesse leach from kill switch engaged oh kill switch uh, engaged yeah yeah uh there's so many good ones um you know and then i mean even even just mentioning the the styles and and sort of the the song structure if you want to go into that slightly of pod and some of the things that mm-hmm. they do there um just all of it man uh there's there's a lot people overlook 
and, and of course it's it's the enemy um what god is actually doing and one thing my wife tries to keep me um remembering is hey you know all this research you do with all this truth or stuff you know remember all the focus on sometimes becomes negative so you could say the focus on the negativity that's you know remember that there's god's actually doing good things and that's what we should yes. be keeping our mind on yes. And so yes. um, I have to remember that, it, you know, when I get into these deep dived um, research moments I get into. And God is doing a good thing with your voice. We've got some comments here. Michelle L., your voice is amazing. Wish I could do that. Thank you, uh, Michelle. I, I wish I could do that, too. And we've got a shout out here to Brother Rick. I know Rick Andrews personally. Great friend and great guitar player. Keep it up, my friend. Rick, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to toss it over to you for a second because you're a little bit more old school in your music upbringing and your music taste. Um, how did you adjust to Dan's vocal style? Yeah, you know, that was, it was pretty interesting. We started in 2015 and I uh, met him at a church function and, and a couple months had gone by and then we finally uh, contacted each other and I sent him a song, um, uh, which later became Without Eyes is the name of the song, our first, uh, one of our first songs that we've done. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, um, I, you know, I come from the Joe Satriani, Steve Vai, Jeff Beck, Eric Johnson type of guitar stuff. Um, and so I wasn't used to this, uh, minor and darker sound. I was more pentatonic and joyful usually with my stuff. Um, uh, and it was really, I, I could see what Dan was doing. He has a great voice. I could remember sometimes saying to him, Hey, your screaming is pretty cool, but let's do some melody in your vocals as well. Uh, so, so him and I, you know, worked out dynamics. We, we coached each other. We helped each other in developing our sound. I mean, he would correct me and what needed to be done. I got the task and, and tried making songs more relative to his sound. And he um, understood where I was coming from, my older school stuff. And so it's, it's kind of a unique uh, mix between our two styles that we're creating something new. You're, yeah. you're absolutely right, because the thing that I really appreciate about this song, we got another comment on the song from Gary Vaughn here. Love the song. Sounds great. Thank you, um, Gary. Thank you guys for everybody for the comments. Yes, thank you, everybody. And good, good stuff. Yes. Um, thank you so much. You go from, you, you change the pitch of your distorted vocals and then you go into clean vocals and you're the melodic tone of your voice. I am not a, I prefer female soprano vocalist. That's just the way that I'm built. But when I hear your voice, I'm like, oh yeah, I can, I can listen to that. I, I like that. Wow. I like it okay. a lot. Um, and I want to go back to the, the to the screaming and and the growling, because a lot of people do have a hard time with that, like like I did. And there are some people who they can do it very well because they're gifted to do it. And in your case, Dan, you're anointed to do it. You have an unction yes. on you to do that. Thank you. Uh, there are some people who are um, uh, how do I put it nicely? Um, they're just they're faking it to make it you know they're, they're trying too hard they just don't have it and and they're doing it and there is there is an element like everything else there is uh you know some that are inspired demonically to do that uh yeah. to mimic right. and it's a mimicking because the growling vocalization if you take a very close look at scripture is of god because as you were saying dan the crying the Greek word for crying when Jesus spoke of the stones crying out and when he spoke of John the Baptist crying out is the word crazo, which means to croak like a raven, to scream, to screech, 
and to entreat. Wow. That's beautiful. It's awesome. Yeah. And I really believe that your voice with that unction on it catches the ear of somebody who would not listen to, you know, the right reverend cranberry bread or, you know, <laughs> pastor so-and-so up in the pulpit, you know, and it, I, I always found this interesting. You get, you get pastors and you get preachers preaching against screaming and screeching, but while they're up there behind the pulpit, they're screaming and screeching <laughs> against people. Who are, yeah, the, the right. hypocrisy just yeah. blows my mind. I yeah. mean, yeah, yeah it's, it's insane. So you guys, um, oh, yes. And Tiffany agrees. Yes, it's a release. And Dan, I have to say, man, I mean, I could listen. I could listen to this song all day. Um, and I'm not just saying that because I like you and I know you guys. I really like this song. And it's brought you're another one of those bands that brought, that's brought the quality of Christian faith based music up a whole nother notch. And that's, oh, that's why we have that. you on. Amen. Um, what's in store for Slaves for Change in the future? What do you got Go going on? Is this part of a bigger project, uh, this song, Vain Imagination, or is this just a single? What's, what's coming up next? Well, we got, we've been in the studio, so we're, we're releasing, we, we just released one last night. I don't know if it's up on all the platforms. I think Spotify, iTunes, all that stuff. Dan would know more if it's up yet or not. Um, we have, uh, we're, we, we've been in the studio for uh, about a year, other than about uh, three months in the middle of the COVID stuff. But uh, we've been, we're getting ready to release a song every four to six weeks from here on out through into the summer, I think. So I think we got 10 songs, uh, but we also signed a contract for a tour between uh, Michigan and Rhode Island um, uh, starting last May, but because of the COVID thing, we couldn't do it. However, we're still in contact with the agent and he is uh, working on having us. Uh, he said probably things won't start up until around October. So uh, tentatively, we're going to be doing the, I guess, North uh, northeast tour of the u.s watch out northeast slaves yeah. to change is going to take you by storm we've <laughs> got to get you back down here eventually to south carolina that'd be and, awesome uh, and take the southeast by storm absolutely love what you're doing with everything that's going on with Thank slaves you so much. to change you know let me ask you this question i'm going to ask one last question we've got some very important lithos cry announcements to make this evening um I mean, as I said at the beginning, you guys have matured so much from three years ago when we were standing by your pickup truck, just kind of chewing the fat. Um, what are some of the factors that have caused you guys to grow so quickly, both musically and, and spiritually at this time? Well, you know, the, the, the faith has been the main part. You know, what, what's caused us is, is, is our father and, and, and all that kind of stuff. But um, uh, go ahead, Dan. You got more response on that? <laughs> I thought you did. I was, I was gathering my responses. <laughs> um, okay. I guess I could, you got, go for it, Rick. I know. Go. You, you got it. Yeah. So Glenn, could you repeat the question once more again? So I sure. What well, factors have contributed to your growth so quickly? Um, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, listen, studio time is very important because it causes you to repeat the song and think of different ways and hearing it. Um, that probably growth wise in music, I guess, production, um, plus also just getting used to each other and how each other flows and understanding what each other wants out of music. He understands yeah. what I want to, what the sounds that I want. He, un I understand the sounds that he wants and we're trying to, we're, we're trying to appease each other. You know, it's like a relationship really. And, and many people have heard this before that, um, a band is like having a marriage kind of 
So, so you, you, you learn to work with each other. And since Dan, and I have been the core to get, you know, the human core, I should say of, of this, uh, from the, um, beginning, um, we have, uh, worked on appeasing each other to certain extents, although sometimes we'll stand up and really stand firm on our own, what we want within the thing, but also we, so it's, it's a, it's a relationship. So, so I guess we've just grown with time in the relationship. Um, and in the faith, the faith has keep, kept us rooted in it. And like I say, musically, just, um, understanding uh, we've developed musically better because we've been listening to each other, what each other wants. And Dan, for you yeah. spiritually, how is it, how have you grown? What has forced you to grow so quickly? Um, I, you know, what, what just, is off the top of my head. And I think this is, this goes for a lot of people if they really thought about it, you know, is the sign of the times, um, is, is exactly, and this is what I believe the Lord, the Lord uses to, uh, push us further, uh, in relationship with him, uh, to, if, if you have ears to hear and eyes to see, um, God is always moving and he's always, he's always, uh, progressing and, 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 and will take his body, um, from one, one covering to the next covering. And, and, uh, I'm, that's been my motivation is like, all right, uh, we see all these changes going on around us. Um, Lord, give me the discernment and wisdom to know what to do with that, with my family. I've, I've, you know, wife, kid, wife and three little boys, um, uh, going on eight, six and five. So, you know, they, it's, I, I got a lot of teaching with them to do. Uh, and I, and the word that pops in my head is survival, honestly, you know, um, and I'm listening to a truther the other night and, and he said, uh, another believer basically. And he just says, you know, I don't know. Uh, I think he says, I, this is the question that we all should be asking ourselves. Are we ready to suffer? You know, because uh, we, uh, you know, this is this is just the beginning. Um, we are to fellowship in his sufferings and he suffered and we will to an extent. And the lie is that he is going to just snatch us up um, away from any pain and heartache. Um, yeah. That's that is not the case, folks. And so and so um, utilizing uh, the things around us and asking God for wisdom to to like with a grain of salt, so to speak, being able to figure out or pick out the tools um, or things or key things that are going on around you that God would use to bring you um, into uh, basically uh, safety with him, you know, and keeping him in, you know, keeping yourself in his will. Uh, that has been my motivation. It's like, gosh, you know, what else could, what else? There's a lot. I, I asked someone on our radio show, I was like, you know, any, any, any COVID related uh, songs yet? I mean, this is, this is what it's all about. <laughs> You know, yeah. and if, and and if we are made in His image, then then we all should be creating. And so the question is, what are yeah. you creating in your life today? What yes, you nailed it. Wow, nailed that it. That is, yeah, you, you nailed it right there. You're right. The the times are fo forcing us to grow quicker, and I do believe that we are going to start seeing the church persecuted. Yeah, and I believe that that persecution is mostly going to come from those who claim to be of the father who claim to be right. followers of Christ and think that yep. they're going to be doing people a favor by shutting up those who, who are right. Mm. Have been bought yep. by the blood. I, I we're, mm. we're heading into modern, times. modern day Pharisees, modern day Pharisees is probably what it's going to sure. be, you know? Yeah. Yes. I think that is the best, that is the best way to describe it. They thought they were doing the world a favor when they crucified Jesus. 
Yeah, and you're right. We are going to suffer. We are mm. going to suffer like he did. But it's that suffering that causes us to grow like you were just Amen. talking about. Uh, and, you know, there's that hymn, you know, the church that's persecuted, you know, grows more zealously. I, I probably totally just chopped that up horribly. Um, but there's a, there's a hymn that goes that way. Hey, where can people go for some more slaves to change music? And where can they find these new releases that are coming out over the next couple of weeks? So you can go to uh, right off the bat, um, iTunes, Spotify, um, Amazon Music. There's tons of platforms that uh, they that that they distribute our music to. Um, you name it, it's probably on it for the most part. But of course, the three mainstays uh, that I can think of is iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. If you would like a a free sample you can stream it and hear it for free there's no kidding around that i tried um but enjoy because again this is all for ministry purposes <laughs> but, but no if you really would like to help us um there is you can buy it from itunes or if you're a if you're a premium subscriber to spotify whenever you follow us so click that follow button on spotify whenever you follow us and then stream our song we get a fraction of a cent praise god so <laughs> Yeah, no, but and, and you know, sh sharing—that's right—and sharing too. Even even if you know, what, however you guys can share, if you guys can just share it, because we have a message in the music, and 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 it's it's just like sharing each other's ministry, or sharing a pastor yeah. down the road that hey, yeah, that his church is pretty cool. Check that church out, or go go to such and such and check that other church out. You know, that that's pretty much what we are. We're we're a, I guess a mobile free. church. <laughs> the gospel's yes. free, yeah. And yeah, that, yeah. that's a really cool way of, of speaking about that. And, you know, in a couple of weeks on March 25th, I actually have a good friend of mine, Ron Hamilton, that's coming on, that's going to totally blow our minds about the concept of church and how we've kind of missed the mark and gotten so far away from what Jesus intended. And I call it this way. It's we're supposed to be the bride of Christ, but I think we've turned more into the bride of Frankenstein. And I think yeah. God, yeah. God wants to right. fix that. Yeah. yeah and Michelle definitely. L's weighing in. She says so much truth spoken here. And Amen. that's what Raven's heart is about is we want to share the heart of Christ. We want to share the heart of Jesus. Um, the music is a vehicle. The live stream is a vehicle. But really what it comes down to is exalting Jesus. And guys, thank you so much for joining us tonight. I've got some really cool announcements that I want to make. We got something coming up here. I want to bring it up so that you can all see this. As you all know, we have Rockfest 2021 coming up uh, in the next, um, that's the wrong one. Uh, here we go. Oh, oh, that was that one. Boy, everything's going crazy. Okay, so here we go. There we are. Look at that. We got the ticker at the bottom. Letter uh, black. Got, yeah, I know. We're getting fancy up here. Awesome. We've got Get Revelation Rock Fest 2021 coming up at the Hanahan Amphitheater on May 15th. And I do need to remind everybody, man, the letter black is opening up. And guess who's going to be our special guest live streaming next week? that you will be able to ask questions to during the live stream. We have Mark and Sarah Anthony on with us from the letter cool. to talk about. Yes, to talk about. And they've got a new release called Rise coming out tomorrow, a new single coming right out. On. So we'll, we're definitely going to talk about that. And we, you know, at Rockfest 2021, we've got um, The Last Trumpet, Tiffany and her band, Armor of God's going to be there, Zana, Warhol, wow. Warriors of Light, Winner's Resurrection, Ziggy. I mean, we've just got such a great lineup for that. And then on March 11th, we've got something that I'm very excited about. 
that we've actually gotten response on. We are doing a special thank you edition to the band from the Netherlands, Within Temptation, where yeah. fans of the band are going to be able to share their stories of how the music of Within Temptation has helped them through their dark times. And we've gotten some awesome stories that have come in. And wow. uh, we have some international guests that are going to be joining us to share their story on sweet. the 11th of March, which is really sweet. And hey, if you are a viewer or a listener and you have a, a story about how the music of Within Temptation has affected you in a positive way, how it's helped you through a dark time, please send it to us and we'd love to feature you on Raven's Heart. Guys, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Yeah, yeah, Glenn, you, I, I, Glenn, Glenn, I want to say really quick, uh, I really appreciate what you're doing for all the musicians and all the faith and everything Amen. that you're doing. You're doing a huge ministry um, that benefits many people. It benefits the musicians and the listeners. And listen, you are a fabulous fella. I appreciate you very much. Uh, thank you for the time that you not only given to us, but all the other great musicians. Uh, thank you for the connections you've made for us with other musicians. Uh, Last Trumpet, Armor of God, all them. Uh, shout out to those guys. Um, and, and, and more so, you've given us many more. Thank you. What you do, your show is in-depth. I love how you bring, you go deep. You get deep in the scripture. And that's, I dig that stuff and it's needed. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Well said, Rick. Uh, this show is not long enough. Um, in my opinion, <laughs> uh, I, I, I barely got to even crack open the whole NASA bit for you. Uh, just folks, if you could just, just look up bubbles in space for me. Okay. Just. Gary says, I agree with Rick. Thank you. Thank you so much, Gary. And Tiffany, she's, she's nailed it on the head. It's community. Amen. And that's what community. this is about. And as we yeah, move yeah, into these yeah. perilous times, we have to be together. Um, it's time to put away some of the, you know, and I say this uh, pretty much on every edition. I will never compromise the true gospel. That is yes, by salvation, that's right. that's through right. grace, that's through right. faith alone, that's by right. the finished work of Jesus well on said. the cross, that he that's right. is the son of God, that he rose yes. from the dead. And that's yes. where so that I will never truth. compromise on that. Mm. But I'll tell you that's what, you know, Dan, as you were saying earlier, I used to be one of those, man, before persecution starts, Jesus got to come and get me out and I'm going to escape it. And before yeah. the tribulation, I'm going to escape. Yeah. I'm not there anymore. I'm not yeah. there. And, and as I go yeah, back and, and I look at the scripture, yeah, go ahead. Just no, just a, just food for thought. Um, this was a conversation that I had with my father, um, because we grew up in a, a, in that kind of doctrine, and I the Lord broke me out of that, and my wife and I out of that. Honestly, about three or four months ago, um, throughout the summer, God just I, I couldn't believe it. But anyway, so the conversation was this: um, my father says, "So you're telling me that if there if if the rapture doctrine is incorrect." Um, then, then is that, then, then and I'm left behind. Does that mean there is no God and what happens to me? And he's like, he's like, that's a scary thought. And I said, Ted, I said, I said, if you get, you get left behind or you think you got left behind, you call me <laughs> because, <laughs> because that means, and I promise you, that's the way it should be. I, I'm not, if, and if that's the case, fine, I'm, I'm gone with you, but, but if we're here, give me a call, you know, don't, don't, don't do nothing. 
Don't don't think it's the end of the world and don't forsake your God. So then he, it, it clicked with him and he was like, oh, wait. So you're telling me that no matter what, I can stand on the truth of God and I can I can I can trust God no matter what. I said, absolutely. Yes. I, yes. I said, that's the point is that you get in such a relationship with your creator, with with God, the father, with Jesus Christ, um, that that there, that even even these other extra things don't don't flail you they don't it doesn't rock your boat and and you can and you can be secure in knowing that whatever goes down christ got you mm-hmm. I, and i even i ain't even worried okay if i'm raptured great but if i'm not let's be prepared and that's what i was telling him because i because i honestly don't think uh it's going to be that that simple yeah, he's got Dan has some scriptural evidence to, to verify that we can talk about some other time about how that relates and what yeah. is really meant, meant by uh, that in the scripture when the people left behind are like the ones that uh, or the people that were swept up are the, just like in Noah's time, those people were swept away. So the ones that were left behind were Noah and his family on the boat that survived. Correct. But anyways, without getting into all that really quick. Hey, listen, we want to give a shout out to also if any of your listeners, Metal Sharpens Metal. Check yes. it out. <laughs> radio. Yes. yes. Yeah. Both Dan and Rick, they have ventured out into the world of radio and they have their own radio show in New York State up in Utica. Uh, Metal yeah. Sharpens Metal. I know that everybody there can't listen to it, but you can online. And that's what I do on my Saturday nights is I, uh, Mac and I, we kick back and uh, relax and listen to some yeah. MSM radio from Utica, New York. Oh, right. man, you guys play that. You guys play the good stuff. It is so good. And I want to thank you for the ministry that you're doing up there and Thank getting you. this music out to show that the world the world that we're not all a bunch of ned flanders that there is <laughs> truth that there is teeth to what we're doing and oh, michelle right. says amen yes so, yeah, your musicians can come on out they, you, you have any of you musicians out there listening get a hold of us and we'll work on getting you on our show and we're going to have Glenn yeah. on our show too, by the way, folks. It's going to be coming up, and I think it's going to be around the uh, uh, the 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 festival that uh, uh, Glenn is planning. So, yeah. And uh, by the way, we plan on having Letter Black on our show as well. That'd be great. Yeah, Mark and Sarah yeah. Anthony are great, great people, and uh, I really believe that uh, it's it's going to be great for you to have them on. Uh, they do really good interviews as well, good music, just just really down to earth people. Hey, I mean, this has been a great conversation tonight. I've been rolling it at the bottom. Everybody, hey, I got to encourage you to do this. Get your Rockfest tickets now. You can get them at lithoscry.com, our website, or on Facebook at lithoscry. We've got an event page. Tickets are selling, okay? And we have been given approval by the South Carolina Department of Commerce because we meet the COVID guidelines to go ahead and proceed with this event. And one of those things for this event is we can only right now allow 800 people in. So tickets are selling, selling a bunch sold today. We've actually, we've had a bunch sell this week. And I'm really excited about that because every one of those tickets represents a soul that is going to be at that event to be ministered to by the bands that are on stage and by everything that's going on at the event. So also too, I want to go back, just circle back real quick. If you have a within temptation story that you want to get to us uh, about how their music has affected your life in a positive way, way email me 
at lithoscry. That's L-I-T-H-O-S-C-R-Y at gmail.com. Guys, thank you so much for joining yeah. us tonight. And we're going to have thank to do this guys. again uh, where we can do this a bit longer. My my program director, Deb, downstairs told me to shorten <laughs> these up to keep people hanging so that they'll come back for more. So we're going <laughs> to tighten it up at the, at the hour <laughs> mark here. And you guys know if the program director says it, it's absolutely correct. So you better do it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, sir. That's the way it everybody, is. Yes, everybody, till next week when we're back with Mark and Sarah Anthony. Peace out and rock on. Lithoscry.com. Yeah.